Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Tonight, I'm going to begin talking um, to you in a series, and as I go along probably in the next, you know, weeks and month or whatever, I'm going to be talking to you about relationships with other people, how you relate with other people. Now, we're going to go here, there, and everywhere in this series, but every one of us is affected by relationships, either poor relationships or really good relationships. And so there's not one person, and you know, I know how it is when you hear uh, what, uh, what a series or a subject may be, and you're having a problem. Oh, no, I don't want to hear that. You know why we don't want to hear it? Because there is a big arrow that goes over our head in the Spirit to say, you, you. And see, we don't like that because a lot of times we want to hear subjects that, oh, yeah, we're doing pretty good in that. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. But, you know, what is the challenge of that? You know, and you know, sometimes we can think, oh, I'm doing so good. I've done that before. I'm thinking, well, God, you must be really proud of me. I'm doing so good. And then it'll be no time. And the Holy Spirit will point something out. And it's like, yeah, right. You need to work on this. You didn't do that right. You didn't treat them right. You didn't say that right. And the Holy Spirit has our numbers. And so when we start thinking that everything is fine, that we don't have any work that needs to be done, that's when the Holy Spirit will step in and reveal to us. Isn't it wonderful, though, that the Holy Spirit doesn't reveal everything at one time? Can you imagine? You know, we would be, we would be under the weight like an old pack mule or something. We would be under the weight of that. We couldn't stand it. And so because we can't see everything, many times we think we're doing fine. We're okay. And then all of a sudden, he pulls the curtain back. You mean that's me, God? You mean I really do that? Mm -hmm. Aren't you glad he does it in love, though? He doesn't hit us over the head like many people might do us, you know, to point out our faults and failures. So we're not just going to be looking at faults and failures, that's for sure. But you know, when you talk about relationships, you know, there's all kinds of things that come into to play in that. You know, there's strife and anger and offense and complaining and murmuring and all kinds of things. And hopefully we're going to touch upon things that will help us be better people, better Christians and better uh, spouses better friends, better church members, better work, co-workers, you know, whatever the case may be, that this will be something that will enhance our relationships. And in some cases, again, it will point out things that we need to work on. But it, you know, it's really wise. It is a wise man who will recognize and realize what needs to be worked on in their life and zero in on that. Don't you agree with that? So we're going to start this series tonight on relationships, and I'm going to talk to you this first message, I'm going to talk to you about loosing the ties that bind. 
You know, many times we hear about the ties that bind. In other words, that bind us together and bring unity. But that's not the kind of ties I'm talking about. There are ties in our life that we need to be loosed from that bind us. And God wants to bring freedom into our life and make us who he has called us to be. Amen. Now, there are relational issues that everyone of us have in our life. And again, they can bind us. But what God wants to do is bring revelation and he wants us to be freed from it. How many of you know if you keep doing the same thing you've been doing, what kind of results are you going to get? The same kind of results. So if relationships for you are not working, it's just not what it needs to be and you know you need improvement, well, this, let's see how the Holy Spirit will lead all of us to change. Amen? Um, there, there could be things as I'm talking to you here tonight that you're dealing with right now. Maybe there's some things in your marriage. Oh, you say, well, somebody told her. No, nobody's told me anything. They don't have to. You know, it's the real world and I'm a real person and I understand it. I'm married just like everyone else is married. And so there are issues, there's things that go on from time to time. So you may be sitting here tonight and there are really some things in your marriage that you need to work on, but some of you aren't married, so that's not going to be your issue, but it's with your parents or your siblings, you know, or, you know, your grown children, or it's those people you work with. There's issues that are going on right now, and I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to zero us in where they need to be. And I'm going to tell you, trouble happens at church. Did you know that? Trouble in relationships happen in church. It's just the way it is. Why would that be? Because everybody thinks that the church ought to be perfect. Well, we're not perfect people, none of us. And so when we come into the church, we bring all of our baggage, we bring our problems, we bring our relational issues in to that situation, and so we have to work our way through it. But I'm going to tell you, God's way is not to run from the issues, no matter what it is. If it's a family situation or a work situation, it's not to run from the problem. It's to run to God and see what the solutions and the answers to, to what we're dealing with. We've got to look to Him, and we've got to look to His Word because his word is wisdom to us. Jesus was made wisdom unto me. That's what the Bible says. He was made wisdom unto you. So um, there could be things that we're dealing with. Or there are relational attributes or traits uh, that are learned. Uh, there are skills that come to us. And they will free us unto the healthy rapport and connection with other people. And that's what we want, isn't it? That's what we want. So we learn and we pick up these interactive skills through our parents and family. You know, it could be uncle or aunt so-and-so, and we were so impressionable, and they really, uh, you know, imparted to us in ways that could be very positive, or it could be ways that are not so positive. And see, right now we live in a dysfunctional time. You know, we're not back in the 50s and the 60s anymore. And that's, you know, it's a shame that the family and people have come to the place where they have today. And it's acceptable. 
things are so acceptable that are not acceptable to God and to His Word. And, and, and so uh, because of that, what happens is we uh, get uh, dysfunctional. We get to where we do not know this is the correct way. Because if you grow up in a home where yelling, fussing, and fighting, and cussing, and, and you know, no respect, and not treating each other right, if you grew up in that, then, you know, unless there's an intervention in your life, that's what you will model because you had that modeled for you. Isn't that correct? But now, see, what is so good in God is that you do not have to stay in that position if that's the kind of example that you had growing up. And, and you know, sometimes, our, you know, our examples, we have very loving parents. We have parents who provided and took care of us, and we had two parents that did that. But sometimes it's just not that way, especially in the day and the hour that we live in. So we can make... A difference, and we can see changes in our life. But it, the changes are not going to come until we realize that we need to change. Now, sometimes when, you know, maybe, you know, you're not dysfunctional, maybe that's not where you are, but maybe you are, I don't know. You know, this is all, you know, what you and the Holy Spirit have to work out in your own life. But maybe it's not your dysfunctional but yet there's quirkiness in there. There's things that are amiss uh, because of wrong thinking and because you were raised wrong or whatever, you know, in some areas may be. And so what you have to do is you have to allow the Holy Spirit to shine His light and His Word is a light and it will come, it will dispel darkness and it will show things up for what they really are. Isn't that right? You know, I love, you know, every spring and every fall, I do special cleaning in my home. And I mean, I take my house apart from top to bottom. Everything that I can, you know, undo and clean and I, I'm going to do it. But, you know, sometimes, you know, a month, two months, three months before you know, until I go into areas and the light is cut on, I don't see everything that needs to be done and everything that needs attention. But you, once the light is cut on and once inspection is made in my home, then I begin to say, oh, wow, you know, I've got cobwebs here and, uh, uh, you know, and that's really messy. I need to take care of that. And so, see, that's the way our lives are many times. The light, unless you give an opportunity for the light to be switched on, you don't know what needs attention. Then once it comes on, then God can begin to deal with you to get it cleaned up. Just like, you know, I'm talking about cleaning my house up. Amen? So those things are all real in our life. And, um, you know, whether it's dysfunction or things that, you know, we or amiss on things that we just don't. You know, sometimes relationships are not bad uh, because of so much what you're doing, but what you're not doing because you're not giving attention to it. You know, if you have a friend in your life and, and they've been a best friend and then you go for long periods of time and you never, you know, do what it takes to stay in contact with that person to relate to them, 
then guess what? You began to be distanced. Isn't that true? So sometimes it's not just what you are doing. It may be what you are not doing in a relationship. You just take your employer, you know, you may be following verbatim what's on that job description, but you know that boss is just wanting you to take a little initiative and make some things happen and do some things that they're not having to stand over you and say, one, two, three, do it. You see what I'm saying? Just take some initiative. And so in relationships, sometimes you just need to take some initiatives. So we need to get on track and then we need to stay on track in relationships. And I'm by no means saying that we're going to do any, everything perfect all of the time. But we're to strive for it. Be perfect as I am perfect. Isn't that what the Lord says? And, and he's not talking about perfectionism to where you never make a mistake. You never, you know, get off track. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is get mature, grow, develop, and find out what works and what doesn't. Amen. So what we can do, we can um, get on track, stay on track in our relationships and by following the correct and healthy design that God has for you. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.